First of all, let's talk about this whole work easy, not yes. hard. Yeah, that term came to me recently when I was working with a client because I've been drawn toward this feeling of just having less hustle and more flow because of how wow. this hustle culture has not done any like much good for me and my health. We always see hustle harder, work harder. I learned if you work really hard, you're going to be successful. And I realized... You're listening to The Leader's Lab with Dr. Charity TV. Welcome to The Leader's Lab, the podcast created to help millennial multi-passionate entrepreneurs build organize, launch, and manage their online brands and businesses without losing balance. And now, here's your host, the digital organization development consultant, cross-cultural communications specialist, and your favorite global leader, Dr. Charity C. Campbell. Hey, 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 Entre Leaders. Happy Wednesday. And welcome to another episode of the Leaders Lab podcast. If you are new here, I am your host, Dr. Charity C. Campbell, better known as Dr. C. And I am a doctor of management, a world-class millennial global leader, an academic professional, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Here in the Leaders Lab, we talk all things entre-leadership. That's where we take entrepreneurship and leadership concepts and we put them together. We also talk about communication and balance as a millennial professional. And in today's episode, our special guest is here to help you with your business, honey. We are talking about entre-leadership at its finest, and she's here to help you design the way you work to work for you. By working easy and not hard. Now, first of all, I'm already in there. I'm like, uh huh, how do we work easier? How do we work smarter and not harder? And then she's also helping us to understand how to design our business on your own terms. Can you just think about that? What would you be able to do with your life if you designed your own business on your own terms? to support your ebbs and flows of energy, and to live the lifestyle that you want to live. Oh, I cannot wait. Lauren Best is our very special guest for today. And she is a designer gone rogue, honey. I love it so much. She is supporting solopreneurs who are ready to scale up their service-based businesses with more ease and flow. And this might mean designing the ways that you structure your work, how you embrace your superpowers and the foundations that you can create to prioritize the ways in which you want to spend your time and energy. Lauren uses a mixed approach that combines her expertise of both business design thinking and upgrading mindset through hypnosis and has designed her own business in a way that empowers her to leave behind the hustle mentality. Oh, honey, when I tell you I'm excited, <laughs> Entre Leaders, help me to please welcome to the Leaders Lab, Lauren Best. Welcome to the Leaders Lab, love. Thank you so much, Dr. C. That was like, you made me feel all types of way when you introduced me there. That was really cool. <laughs> 
Listen, I just read what is provided. You provide the experience. You provide the receipts. And I'm just, I'm very excited to have you here with us today. Thank you for facilitating this. I'm so excited. First of all, let's talk about this whole work easy, not hard. Yeah, that term came to me recently when I was working with a client because I've been drawn toward this feeling of just having less hustle and more flow because of how this hustle culture has not done any like much good for me and my health. And I know I'm not the only one who could use a lot more ease and flow over this need to actually do all of the things and work really hard. And I was talking to one of my clients the other day. And I was like, we always see hustle harder, work harder. And I learned if you work really hard, you're going to be successful. And I realized with myself and also the same thing for my client that this no longer ran true. We didn't want to have to work really hard to feel successful. And it isn't a part of what our version of success looks like now. So Mm. it just popped into my head, like work easier. Why aren't we taught to work easier so that we can use our superpowers? We can work in the ways that feel really easy because we're actually really good at working in certain ways. We all have our own superpowers and are really good at things that come so natural to us. And often we don't even think about those things because they're so easy. So why can't we embrace them? Why can't we make them the core of what we're doing so that things can be easy, that we can work easier and let go of that need or belief that we have to work really hard to Mm. be successful or that working hard is part of success? So I have two questions. Actually, I have three questions that came up when you were talking. I'm like, boom. But I'm going to ask you two of them because honestly, I can't remember the third one. I can't remember. (laughs) But you said that in terms of you and your client, working hard no longer fits into the definition. I'm paraphrasing. But it no longer fits into the definition that either of you have of success. So my question is, How do you define success now in 2022? Yeah, there's a lot of ingredients that go into that idea of success. Mm. I almost think of it as a recipe for success. And a big part of that is freedom for me, the freedom to be able to travel and work from anywhere in the world. I've been in Canada for two years and I love it here and I'm so grateful to be here, but I would love to continue to explore the world. So for me, that's being able to support people to enhance their lives, to find their freedom and their version of success, whatever that may look like, and Mm -hmm. also not have to compromise the things that light me up, the things that Uh fill up my cup and allow me to work on myself to be the best version of myself, but also be there for others and hold that capacity and space for them and be creative and have fun and not be at my desk. There's days I'm still at my desk for eight hours a day. But I don't want to do that every day. And I believed for so long that that's what I had to do every single day. Mm -hmm. And just being able to release that. And it took a lot of mindset work for me to accept and actually believe in my new definition of living life on my own terms and having that success. So yeah, I think it'll be ever changing, but it'll look like something different from Mm -hmm. year to year, month to month depending on how my clients grow, how my business grows, but there'll still be those fundamentals 
that I want to show up and I want to use my superpowers. I want to show up and be able to share my wisdom. I want to show up to a space and learn about myself to connect with other people, to collaborate with other people. And that's what really feels so good to me. I love that you said there are so many ingredients. So I like to call it a recipe of success. Cause I'm like, how do you define success? She's like, it's a recipe. There's so many parts and so many ingredients. And I'm just like, yes. (laughs) If you think about it, because I've, I felt this when you said it, I was like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. A recipe you can, if I can say, cause I love brownies. Okay. I love brownies. Me too. I'm a big brownie (laughs) lover. Anything. See, this is destiny here. Okay. I love brownies. And you ask me for a recipe. You're like, girl, let me try your brownie recipe. I'm like, sure here. And I give you, I I give you what I have, my ingredients to the list. And you're like, okay, I want to change out this. I'm going to swap out that. Or I want to add some of this. Overall, it still has the foundation of the recipe. It still has the main ingredients because you know, we can't make it without flour unless you're doing keto or whatever, but we can't make it without flour. We could probably use a sweetener alternative, but you're still going to need cocoa. You're going to need chocolate, whatever it is, Yeah. but you get to add the ingredients that would make the recipe most significant for you. And so when you said that success is a recipe, I'm like, it is. How many times do we get recipes and we adapt them to our own liking, mm-hmm. our own selves? And so I'm yeah. like, why can't it be like that with success? Girl, I'm so totally. with you. <laughs> I am with you. There's so many things that this pandemic has helped me realize are those ingredients for me. Like I don't want to commute to work every single day. So that's on my recipe of the things that are my ideal life and being able to go out for a walk in the middle of the afternoon and just enjoy nature or to sit and have a cup of tea with a friend, those kind of things just make me feel so good. And I want them to really be a part of that. They're part of that big picture of success. They, to me, they really are. Those little things that we can take for granted sometimes, those little connections that we can have with the earth or other humans or ourselves, every day isn't going to look the same. All those ingredients aren't going to show up every single day, but if we can prioritize them a few times a week or even once a week, then surely we're just going to feel that success because we're prioritizing those little ingredients wherever we can. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was the first question for me was like, how do you define success? And you just, you knocked it out the park. You literally hit it out the park. It's a recipe for success. My second question though is, now you brought this up. I love superheroes. Okay. I love superheroes. I always say I'm Wonder Woman's cousin. Okay. Because she's an Amazon. I'm an Amazon too. I love that. We're related. She's like cousin. Okay. We're related. Yeah. But you mentioned about knowing your superpower or developing yeah. your superpower. And I'm like, okay, now what are you talking about? <laughs> How oh, many okay. powers are we talking about over here? Yeah. So t- talk about these here superpowers. Yeah. So I think one of the best ways that we can actually figure out what they are, because sometimes our superpowers, they're the things that come naturally naturally to us. So we're not always going to recognize them. One of the things that has helped me figure them out is what are the things that I used to get in trouble for when I was younger or like in school? And how can I actually 
reframe them into not be flaws that I, things that I thought were flaws for a lot of my life to now like, okay, I'm actually really good at these things. So for example, I'm an introvert, but I'm a talkative introvert and I'd <laughs> always get in trouble in class for talking to people. How did like, I know you were going to say that? Yeah, I knew you were right? going to say that because so, I started oh, laughing immediately. Yeah. All the I people said, you said, get in trouble. who got in trouble for talking, it just means you're, you're I'm really good at connecting with people. Yes. I'm really good at connecting with people. And that was something I had to realize. Yeah, that's wow. something I've always done, whether or not people appreciated it around me because of the certain yeah. environment I was in. So yeah. therefore, what environments can I put myself in where that's actually welcomed and people are looking for that? And also yeah. my voice, we're, like oddly enough, even though I was talkative, it was something I was so self-conscious about because people would tell me your voice is annoying. You sound like a valley girl. I, I love singing. I'm a horrible singer, but I just love speaking for some You're one of those always, people? Yeah, but... You're so one of those it's, it's bad singers that love to sing. Horrible. I won't do it like around people who don't know me because that is annoying. But <laughs> it's something that I was always told my voice is annoying. And over 10 years ago, when I was studying communications and I was in journalism school and we were learning to do broadcast journalism. And the first day I raised my hand and said, will you teach us how to speak properly, like in a news anchor voice? Because that's what I thought I had to change my voice to even be able to not even work, but just learn what it takes or like what we should be doing. And yeah. my instructor said to me, you don't have to change your voice, your natural voice is the best voice. But how many of us yeah. have seen growing up? There's a style, there's a type of yep. tone and uh -huh. stuff like yeah, that. Exactly. So, <laughs> Today on CNN, we're talking with blah, 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 blah. Exactly. And blah, 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 blah. And you'd be like, that's not how you talk at home. No, like, that's it's not. <laughs> you, that's not how you answer your phone either. Hello, <laughs> how are you doing today? Yeah. That's not how you talk. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to be that kind of journalist anyways. So now I'm like, this is weird. I'm found hypnosis because I started doing it myself and I just mm -hmm. loved it so much that I became a certified hypnotherapist. So now working with my clients in this way, I'm like, people are paying me to listen to my voice. And they're even telling me that I have a very soothing voice and that my voice is powerful. And I'm like, what? It's like mm -hmm. one of those things I never would have imagined that someone would even say or that I would feel so empowered to even speak to people or share my voice and guide them with my words. And yeah. so that's, yeah, it's really cool how we can sometimes piece together the things that maybe we thought were our flaws or maybe we always got in trouble for or people pointed out to us because it maybe made them feel uncomfortable because they weren't able mm. to match that energy or show up in the way we show up. So that's always a good place to start. Look at the things you think are flaws. Look at the things that you've been picked on for or whatever it is. And that is one way. There's other ways of just asking people. And often the people <laughs> around us can see our blind spots and they can tell mm. us as well. That's a, something that I do quite often is just an audit of the people around me. Who am I surrounding myself with? And Ooh, are there things yes. that they actually really see in me that I can't see myself? So yeah. there's lots of ways of going about it, but those are some ways I've done it. And we're going to come back to that hypnotherapy. We, oh, we <laughs> yeah. talking about that because yes. the first thing I, the first thing I saw, I said, is she going to try to hypnotize me? Cause listen, I had, <laughs> have you tried it before? 
Okay, here's my superpower. I want to hear. I think deeply, okay? Now, yeah. I have several others, like the talkative one, which was hilarious to me. Yeah. It just means that you're a great communicator. That's yeah. all that is. But And I have several others. But one thing, because you, you said flaws, and I have I have a colleague in particular who tells me all the time, he said, you mm. think too much. You think I'm too much. I'm the same way. I have that same flaw superpower. I get it. Like, <laughs> you think too much. I have a brain. Why am I not? Am I not supposed to? He's you're thinking too much. And- you know, honestly, as someone who, who loves creating strategies, mm-hmm. I love creating strategic solutions. And yeah. I think it's the whole part of thinking too much that allows it to come easy. Yeah. Like, you can talk to me about an issue. And while you're talking, I am actively listening, but you better believe that thinker, that extra thinker is, okay, take that bit of information, take totally. that, take that. Here's a solution, yeah. present it. What do you think about this? You don't like it? Okay, I'm already working up an alternative. So, so when you ask me, have I tried it? I've tried with tapes like way back in the day. Yeah. But part of me was so scared that if I fully gave into it, that I would do something dumb, go touch a snake or oh bark God. like a dog. Because <laughs> if I'm unconscious, if I'm not conscious, I don't know what you're telling me what to do. Like I've seen movies and crazy stuff and I'm just like, oh no, I'm good. Gosh. Yeah. I'm good. There's so, so many myths that I can dispel right now. <laughs> go ahead. Me. Help us. Because I, listen, yeah. if you can hypnotize me to lose weight, to tighten and tone the loose skin on my body, honey, if you can hypnotize me to get my life together and stop eating ice cream so much because I love ice cream. Me too. We are so much alike. This is so funny. Like we're cousins. (laughs) We're related. We're related. If you can hypnotize me to do those things. Yeah. Okay. But okay. So so, what are the myths? Yeah. There's so many myths and we can thank Hollywood for a lot of them. We see like crazy things in the movies and in TV that (laughs) we see people hypnotizing people to like do something on their behalf or like things that are really unsafe or just things that people wouldn't imagine doing if they weren't in hypnosis. But the best part of it is that, well, there's so many great parts. The number one thing is you actually don't have to think too much when you're in hypnosis. And as a Mm. overthinker myself and like a big thinker, what I've been able to do with hypnosis and just connecting to my subconscious mind and not letting those critical thoughts and like my everyday billions of thoughts just take my me time and distract me from what I'm trying to do. But in hypnosis, you're still conscious. You're still awake. It's just in a sleep-like state. I always think of it as a self-development tool. And you can think of it as a sleep-like state because you're so very relaxed. You have your eyes closed and you can be in, we naturally go into hypnosis. I think around seven times a day. It's when we're focusing in on something, whether it's the television or a really good book or our phones, and we're just not really paying attention to what's happening around us. Like that's hypnotic connection. I do that all the time. Yeah. So we naturally do it. And there's nothing that myself or any hypnotherapist can make you do that you wouldn't want to do when you're not in a hypnotic state. So if I told you to jump on your chair and balk like a chicken, unless you've always wanted to be a chicken, like you really wanted it, (laughs) you're not going to do it because it's not something I can just tell you to do because you'll be like, no, I actually don't want to do that. So there's a lot of things that, yeah, that Hollywood really 
misconstrues. And I find it to be such a safe and nurturing environment. And it's your experience. If I was guiding you or someone else, you can tell them whatever is going on, or you don't have to. If there's things that come up that are just coming to the front of your mind, you can decide, do I want to deal with this and investigate it a little bit more? Or am I ready to just ignore it for now? There's nothing that has to come out or has to come out. And it's your experience to definitely just see what happens. And there's so many possibilities when it comes to changing our lives and whether it's different habits or fears that we have or limiting beliefs, a lot of it can, like sometimes things are connected and we can really investigate that when you're giving yourself and your mind that chance to really come to the forefront and see what's there. So I love it. I love it so much. Wow. So Hollywood has been yet again yes. lying to us. You know what? We should know better. We should, we should right? know better. Because they've lied about all this other stuff. And now they get they have me thinking that if I if I go to someone, and I think that thing too is who can you trust? How can you can trust someone? Cause yeah, suppose they do try to make you stand up and bark like a dog. You never know. When we were kids, we used to want to do crazy stuff. That's true. I always give some examples to my friends and they're like, maybe I would do that. And I'm like, okay, then I'm still not going to tell you to do anything. So it's, it is about trust. It's about finding someone who you trust, who you have that connection with. And with all of my clients, um, if they're solopreneurs, they work with me in an intensive session to start where we actually do a lot of the hypnosis and mindset work with the design strategy in their business. Okay. But if you're okay. not a solopreneur or do not have a business and we work one-on-one together with hypnosis, then we meet before and we see if it's a good fit and we give a little taste of what it's like to experience hypnosis. And we all experience hypnosis really differently. And some people have lots of energy moving through their body. Some people can just sink into their seats and deeply relax. So it's oh, fun. Wow to experience for everyone because it's always going to be different as well. And there's nothing to be afraid about, but it's just trying, I think, for the first time. And I do group complimentary sessions where people, when folks can come together and have a little taster of the experience as well without doing that private one-on-one work, just to see what it's like, to see what it, what hypnosis really is. So I love doing that wow. because it really gives people that that chance in a safe space to really experience what it's like. Okay. Thank you for, (laughs) you took the time to explain thoroughly. And I appreciate that because like, I thank you for debunking those myths because we have so many, if we don't know the truth, we don't actually know the truth. Then of course, yeah, there's going to be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I thank you so much for that. So back to these here superpowers and like designing a business that, that, basically caters to your dream life. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Yeah. So when we think about service-based businesses, there Mm -hmm. are so many possibilities. There are some folks that work one day a month perhaps, and they, because their energy, they really like deep diving with clients. So they want to just work a few days a month or one day a month even And they want to spend a lot of their time enjoying their life. If that's someone like you, why can't you do that? Why can't you use your wisdom and whatever your superpower is to be the forefront of the value that you bring to whoever it is you're supporting and do it in the way that feels good. And there are some Mm. people who enjoy working five days a week and 
want to keep really busy with their client work. There's people who want to work one-on-one with people. It might be that you're really good at teaching and guiding groups. I'm not sure. Everyone is so different. So it's really like picking up on what is your capacity to do whatever work it is. Maybe you're not actually working face-to-face with your clients, but maybe you're working behind the scenes. So if you're working Mm. behind the scenes, what does that look like for you? What kind of work do you want to be doing? If you are multifaceted, is there a few things that you really want to focus in on? Or like me, I'm super multifaceted and have this approach that everyone needs a different solution. So I facilitate that. And I've learned with my energy that my superpower is also deep diving and really Mm -hmm. connecting to individuals and really taking that time to connect the dots in the bigger picture and figure out just like you said, this big thinker, it's there's so many things going on in our minds and we're picking up on so many different things that other folks might not even see or pick on. And it's so much. So I think we're really good at organizing it into little boxes so that it makes sense and it exists in Mm -hmm. a way where it's not overwhelming and that it makes sense and that it is strategic because it has a place to go. So for me, that that looks like working one-on-one with people, but in an intensive way, because there can be so much to pull out of what people are sharing or where they want to go. So everyone's going to be really different. Some people might want to work in an environment where they're surrounded by other people. Some people might want to work like me and be able to travel the world and work from anywhere. So it's really figuring out with that environment, how you want to work and who you want to work with that feels aligned to how you can show up best and really facilitate that space where your superpowers can shine and help other people. So that's what superpowers yes. are for, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You mentioned, it's, you didn't say the words digital nomad, but that's what it is, right. where yeah. you can work from anywhere in the world and travel and all those things yeah. like that and not have to lose out on income and things like that. So what importance do you see in this new generation of business owners mm-hmm. doing things differently and yeah. on basically on our own terms? Yes, I think a big thing that I have recently overcome and I think will continue to overcome as I level up my work is that the way things have been done for a long time is that we're compensated based on the hours that we put in traditional Mm -hmm. work settings. Even if it's salary, like we often put in maybe more hours than what we are told that we have to, but then we're still getting paid the same. So I think there's this shift I'm seeing and hoping that new entrepreneurs or solopreneurs who are starting out can really shift into being compensated for the value and the wisdom that they're giving, not the hours. And really just understanding your worth as not even an expert in what you do, but just your unique wisdom that only you have. There's so many other, there's so many people in this coaching world or who are, have service-based businesses and they might have the same aim or the same reason for existing, but the way we uniquely do it individually is so different. And you deserve to be compensated for that. And you deserve to believe in yourself and feel that worth because I, for a long time was like, I want to meet my clients halfway. I want to be accessible. That's super important to me. And then I thought my energy is 
just being spent and isn't being distributed in a way that feels good anymore. And I need to protect my energy so that I can show up best for my clients. And there are soulmate clients out there for everyone that will invest in you because ultimately they're investing in themselves with your guidance. And it's because they trust you, they believe in you, and you're able to deliver what it is that they really want, what their next goal or version of success is. And you're just this tool and this person that's going to help facilitate that. It's a big thing to, to make that shift. It's difficult. It's not something that we've often known or even practiced in our lives before. So I think the more folks that can make that shift will start to feel a lot more freedom over their time, freedom over their energy. And that's important to me. And that's who I, the clients I work with as well is important to Yeah. I just think it's, it's a different way of doing things. It's a different way of positioning yourself and being compensated for your value and your wisdom over your time and energy. So I'm glad you brought that up because I know there's someone listening or watching right now like, yeah, but how do I know yeah. like what price to put on my value? How do I know that? Is there a specific yeah. formula or does it go by experience or what is it? How do I price my value without it being too low or being too high? Right. How do I find that? Yeah, I think it's really, it can feel really difficult and daunting and it looks different for every person. I know for me, something that I've realized that feels really good for me is that sometimes I like have an intention of a number that I know this is worth for sure. Mm -hmm. I know I'm worth this number, but I'm maybe not comfortable yet with slapping that number as the price tag on this service, because maybe it's a new service I haven't yet done, but I know I can do it. Or maybe I'm pivoting the way I'm working a little bit. So often my strategy is it's not the right strategy. It might not be the best (laughs) strategy, but it's what feels good for me is that I often do like case study clients. When I'm trying something new, I'll say, okay, the first three people, I'm going to personally invite them because I know these are the folks who are super ready to invest in themselves. And I know it'll be a really like healthy and nice two-way street where I can say, Mm -hmm. I I have this big juicy offer that I mm-hmm. know is really going to help you. And I know you're going to love it. And in exchange, mm-hmm. I really hope it can be a relationship where you can give me feedback. You'll share a testimonial with me. You'll help me more than you normally would help me fill in any gaps that might have came up or tell me the parts that you really enjoyed so that when I'm sharing with people, I can promote those parts a little bit more. So that's something okay. I've done. And I often do three different tiers And not with big quantities of people, maybe three people on that first tier, maybe three more on that second tier before I level up to that bigger number, because it just feels good to me. It feels good to be able to share it with people who I already work with as well, that have been working with me in a different way, knowing that they're just as invested in their growth as I am and working my comfort zone up to that number. That's something that not everyone does, but I think talking to other people in your world who maybe are doing certain, not even similar things, but maybe have the same type of clients or a different way of doing things, they can also be really insightful as to what they would pay for something like this. And sometimes there are people who are going to say, oh, I wouldn't pay that much, but they're not your soulmate client then because perhaps they're not ready to invest in themselves. Yeah. Wow. It really depends. 
Yeah. Okay. The, explain these tiers to me because how do you know, first of all, how do you know how to arrange a tier, like how to structure a tier? And then what do you call them? Do you just call them tiers or do you have a nice fancy name for yeah. them? Yeah. So what I always do because I'm my business is young as well. So a lot of like when I became a certified hypnotherapist before when I was training and then inviting in my first few clients, I created a founding friends rate, which feels so oh, good to me. Yeah, okay. it feels really good because it feels I know I can do this job, but I really want to invite people in in a way that feels friendly, like you're from you're with me since day one, I want to offer this gift to you for investing in me investing okay. in yourself through me. So I like to call them founding friends rates. And I think a lot of service That's providers cute. have done that as well. But there's so many different ways of doing it. And often before I scale up to my next level of increasing that investment, I often reach mm-hmm. out to my audience and say, you know what, in 30 days, this investment's going to go up. So if you want to buckle in on this rate, please do. This is your last chance. Otherwise, it's going to be this. And there's always great things you can do. I love referrals. I think for me, that feels really organic. And once you've made a connection with someone and they believe in you and they share this success that they found in working with you with others, then and they refer someone that they know could really use your help, I think having little gifts for those referrals or offering some of your time or a discount or something like that, that feels good yeah. for me. I know there's lots of coaches who are like, don't discount your work, this and that, but I would never offer or put a number out there at this point that doesn't feel good for me, but it takes confidence, I think, to get there. And for my first client ever, it was a value exchange. I didn't charge any money. They didn't charge me any money. She was a copywriter and I was starting my coaching practice. So we decided, okay, I'll offer you this much and I'll offer you this much. And we'll do a values exchange to build that confidence, to build those testimonials. And that's a great way. I think it, and it feels good to do that as well, at least for me. So yeah, there's all types. I like those. Yeah. Okay. I like those. And I'm glad that you were able to answer that question thoroughly for me. Because Mm. one of the things, like I told you, I I wanted to know about the tears because um, even in my unreleased program. It's coming at some point this year, maybe, maybe next They'll year. come when it's maybe ready. 2023. Yeah. I yeah. thank you for saying that because the, some people, be, some people say, no, it needs to be right now. Honey, I'm packing. I am trying to get my life okay. together. I am. It's too much <laughs> for me to even try to do that. So I'm glad. Thank you for supporting me from afar saying that yeah, it's coming when it's ready. It, because even with the coaching part and all of that, like I have so many people Mm-hmm. who come to me and yeah. ask me to mentor them yeah. or to be their coach. And I'm like, time is money though. If this is an investment, time is the greatest. I think time is one of the greatest resources ever. Yeah. And if you're asking me to invest time in you, mm-hmm. I need a return, some type of return. Yeah. Um, Energetically, it needs to feel good. No matter Mm -hmm. the money or whatever the value exchange is, energetically, if it doesn't feel like it's matched or reciprocated, then that's often when we feel bitterness and we don't feel like something's aligned, even though it is something we want to do. It just can feel Mm -hmm. off and it doesn't feel good for anyone. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's been my thing. And I'm like, I don't have a coaching program at the moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's one that's in design. Whenever they would ask yeah. me, I said, I don't have a coaching program at the moment because honestly, I'm working full time as well. Yeah. Well, I'm working part time, but both yeah. of them together is like full time and consistently building brands and business. It's, if I'm going to stop mm-hmm. all of this that I have going on in my world to spend an hour or two with you, Um, There has to be some type of return, Mm -hmm. even even if it's not monetary, but hopefully it should be one that is highly valuable enough to take Mm -hmm. me in that direction. So that's how I feel about that. But okay. So this episode has been great so far. We are rocking and I love it so much. So (laughs) um, is there anything else that you would like for our audience, our viewers and listeners to know before I ask you the final question that I ask for everybody. Is there anything else you want to add? Yes. So you mentioned about your course. When you talked about this course and this coaching course that it's going to come out this year, I don't have it yet. I haven't almost, and correct me if I'm wrong, had this desire to prioritize it above the stuff you have going on already, right? And in my life, I had a similar thing. I When I started my business, I didn't know who my audience was going to be. I didn't know I was going to work with solopreneurs, mostly, primarily. And I started hosting all of these different workshops, like group workshops for any folks, regardless of your career or job or no job at all, whatever. And all these workshops had to do with like different areas of self-care and building resilience and compassion and exploring what success looks like for you and all Mm -hmm. these different things. And I thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to, I've designed these workshops. I'm hosting them live. I've recorded them. I'm going to turn them into a mini series or a mini course that can be self-guided. And that can be a really great offer that I provide to my clients that they can just come on all the information's there. They can go at their own pace. Mm -hmm. It took me months of putting in my calendar of, okay, I'm going to edit today. And just (laughs) day, today, week, month, month. And I'm like, okay, I guess this isn't happening. And (laughs) that's okay. And actually, now that I've focused in on solopreneurs, I've, with these intensive days that I've designed, a big part of it is also this kind of pre-work. So I like to take my clients through different like foundational exercises so that Mm. regardless of what service they offer, whether it changes in two months, six months, whatever, these foundations will essentially stay the same. It's based in values. It's based on the ingredients of your life recipe. It's based on the intentions that come from your heart and the vision that you have for your life. And those things can change here and there, but they, it's still often rooted into the same place. So I was designing this and it's also going to be a little mini self-guided course for other solopreneurs who aren't ready to do an intensive, but did I not borrow half of the stuff that was actually in the original workshops and bring it into this course? So it just showed me like, oh my goodness, I didn't spend all that time doing that because here it is. It still counts for something. It's just shown up in a way that I never imagined to be possible. So that was a really cool connect the dots moment for me, which took months longer than I ever imagined. So (laughs) timing is everything. Yeah. When we slow down, we like allow ourselves to slow down to like speed up eventually in the ways that are meant to speed up and meant to feel good. 
Yes. Yeah. And I love that you said I have a desire to create like this, this basically this offer that would help to replace what I'm doing now. Yeah. And for the past like week and a half, that's all I've been thinking about. Yeah. And I've been praying like, God, show me what to do so yeah. I can replace this and I can replace yeah. this and I'm not losing yeah. the income because honestly, of course, it's significant when you don't have it. Yeah. But when you take a step back and you actually look at it and you're like, this is not worth the stress or the lack of peace that is, this is actually expensive. This is costing me. And so I'm happy that you said that. And you're, I believe that you're so right. That's actually one of my things that I tell people all the time. Timing Mm -hmm. is everything. It is. But specifically when it is the right time for it to launch, then it will be. And I'm not saying that as a as an excuse to be able to be lazy or procrastinate. I'm just saying that. And also to not l- allow perfectionism to set in and be like, yes. oh, the girl is not perfect. And oh. no, I understand. Excellent. Yes. That's my standard. Excellence yeah. is my standard, not perfection. Yeah. I really think that between the end of this year going into 2023, Offers will be created and made and things. At some point, you just got to jump out and do it. At some point, you just have to jump out and do it. So, okay. Are you ready for the final question that I usually ask everyone who comes to the lab? I can't wait. I'm so excited. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Let me bring us closer because I want people to see this. Okay. (laughs) What is the number one characteristic in your opinion that you believe every leader must have? Compassion. Compassion is Ooh. my number one thing. And I think it goes both ways. It, I mean, both ways, more than two ways. It goes all the ways because we love it. can give so much compassion towards ourselves for whether you're a perfectionist, I'm a recovering perfectionist and <laughs> I need to give a lot of patience and compassion to myself. And yeah, and the more I can show that for myself, the more I can give that to others. And we all mm-hmm. deserve compassion and more of a gentle approach to understanding each other so that we can show up the best for ourselves and other people. So I'm all about compassion. I love yeah. it. I love it. Thank you. Thank Listen, you. Lauren, you're going to have to come back for season three. Okay. I would Just let me you know. I would love to. You tell me when and I will be here. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> come and visit your girl in the Philippines. Yeah. You already have people connected. Let's do it. And then we could have a lot for season three. We could be live and in person in my new studio when it does. Yes. I'm super excited about it. But so tell the people, how can they connect with you? How can they get in contact with you? Yes. So on my website, which is lauren-best.com, I think it's on the bottom here. If you visit the hypnosis happy hour page, you can Mm. sign up or just even my newsletter. Sorry, you can go to the bottom of my newsletter on my website and subscribe to that. And I actually offer to folks who are on my newsletter list, I exclusively offer group complimentary hypnosis sessions. So if you join that, you can find out all the details, all the dates to sign up and join. That's where I send most of my news. And you can visit my website to learn more about my work. I'm also on LinkedIn. If you want to learn a bit more about me and my background, But I hope to invite everyone to a group hypnosis session to experience what it's like and to give you that space to really just be with yourself and connect to yourself and see what you need most. That's awesome. 
And uh, when you're saying group, is this virtual? Yes, virtual. Everything's virtual because I might be anywhere in the world. I love it. I have different dates and times that I have time zones that will, or timings that will hopefully reach most time zones in the world. Some of them are in the morning and the evening. So I've tried to work that out so that as many people as possible can join. So it's fun for me to see people from all around the world showing up for these experiences. That's powerful. Thank you, Lauren. Thank Thank you so much for for visiting the Leaders Lab. I've loved this. I I really love it here. (laughs) Welcome to the Leaders Lab where you will love it here. I love it. (laughs) And to all of our entre leaders who have tuned in today, let me say that you are the true MVP. Every single week, you show up and you tune in. Regardless of the platform, you always tune in. And I'm just so honored and I really feel fortunate and favored, to be quite honest, that you choose to listen to the Leaders Lab podcast. We are in the second season and we are going strong. And it's because of you, because of your presence, because of your consistency, It just makes me be consistent with the Leaders Lab because I'm like, if they're going to tune in, I might as well show up. And so thank you for indirectly holding me accountable to the thing that I really do love. And I'm able to bring amazing people like Lauren Best to the Leaders Lab. I appreciate you all so much. And don't forget that you can connect with me everywhere on social media. I am at Dr. Charity TV. And maybe you are interested in being a guest in season three. If so, you see the right there on the screen, the Leaders Lab podcast at drcharitytv.com. Send a submission there and we can send you the application. Not only that, but maybe you have a testimonial, something that one of our special guests shared and you're like, you applied it and it instantly started working in your life. We need to hear about that because I need to be able to submit, share those testimonials with the very special guests who come here. And so, yeah, reach out, connect, and don't forget that you can subscribe to the Leaders Lab podcast on the audio version. You can subscribe and download today's episode. You need to do that, okay? And then you can also rate and comment And on the video version, subscribe to Dr. Charity TV channel, okay? Because you don't want to miss all of the stuff that's going to be happening this year. Trust me, you're going to want to stay connected. So make sure you do that. And then lastly, share, 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 because I have a goal for us to reach 2022, like 2022, like 2022 entre leaders from all across the globe and helping them to pull out basically their fullest potential, like tap into that. And so we can't do that without you spreading the word. Help us to spread the word, share, 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 share. And I love you guys so much. And I will look forward to seeing you all next week in the lab. Thank you for listening to the Leaders Lab podcast. Visit our website at www.drcharitytv.com. And follow us on all social media platforms with at Dr. Charity TV.